a chance for Mule and Burroughs. They score! And the Mules score! Scores! Three in a row for the Mules! Duke has to put it up at the buzzer! It's good! And the Mules win it! Coming to you from Allentown, Pennsylvania, welcome to the Mule and Mules podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to the coaches, staff, athletes, and alumni who make up the Muhlenberg Athletics family and are proud to call themselves Mules. We're coming up to the end of the 2020-21 academic year. There were a lot of strange things about this past year, but one thing that was normal is that many seniors just ended their athletic careers. Many of these athletes have been playing their sport for most of their lives, and it's a sad moment when they take off their uniforms for the last time. But some athletes get to go out on top with great moments or great wins. And our guests this week are two of them, Alex Giaquinto and Sophie Chong. First up is Alex Giaquinto, who in his final career game helped the Muhlenberg men's lacrosse team win at Gettysburg 15-10. It was the first win ever for the Mules at Gettysburg, who were ranked 10th in Division Three, and gave them their best Centennial Conference record ever at 4-2. Giaquinto even scored a goal in the last game of his career. Alex, welcome to the Muhlenberg Mules podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we're talking about, uh, you know, the last game of your collegiate career. Mm -hmm. Big win, one of the biggest wins in program history at Gettysburg just a few days ago. And what was it like going into the game, knowing that it was, it was going to be your last game? Uh, it was very bittersweet. It was, uh, it was a weird feeling. You know, I've been playing this sport for 15 years with all these guys and 15 or plus years. And, you know, you're going in there and you, you have to try and adjust your mind and get it to think in a way where, you know, that you're still got to play this game. You're, 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 all the emotions are coming to the face and you got to just learn to just kind of shut them down, play the game and then enjoy it afterwards. Yeah, I mean, you said bittersweet. And, and, and after the game, after the win, when Coach Plunkett pulled the team together, that was... That was one of the first words he used, you know, not just because uh, it was the last game of the seniors, but because it was such a big win. And in a normal year, that would have clinched a playoff berth, a playoff home game, oh, yeah. and, and the team would have, would have continued to play on. So after the game, was that something that, that ran through your mind? Or, you know, what was it like after the game? It, uh, that, that was something that was kind of running through my mind throughout the season. You know, this was also the first year we got to beat Dickinson and Washington College in a number of years. So we're like, wow, you know, we just we just clinched playoffs. No matter what, we were at, we were at that four seed. So we're like, you know, in a regular setting, we'd be we'd be playing for another couple of weeks, hopefully try and get into June. And then definitely after the game, the emotions were they were they were present. A lot of smiles, couple, you know, a couple of guys you know, tearing up a little bit. But I think at the end of the day, a lot of the seniors were just happy that we got to play. Because, you know, before we came here this semester, the general conclusion was that we probably weren't going to have a season and you know we ended up playing nine games which is which is that's that's crazy you know we, we were supposed to play just you know a couple so we got to play almost a full season we got to take down number 10 in the country because you know we're worthy of that and uh yeah it was just a great atmosphere to be in everyone just excited loud it's just one of those crazy things it, it was bittersweet I'm, I'm guessing the sweet holds more weight for you than the bitter then Definitely, it does right now. In a couple of weeks, when I go home and put my lacrosse pads away for the, for the last time, that's when it'll start to be a little more bitter. How about uh, you know maybe uh, five years down the road, ten years down the road when you're older? Um, what do you think you'll remember about that last game and, and about your last season? 
I always say this to the guys, uh, the most important thing, win, lose, draw, it's about us. We're a family. So, you know, 10, 10 years from now, I, I don't know if I remember what exactly happened in the game, but I'll remember hugging every single one of the guys after and jumping around, going crazy, throwing water, you know, doing the whole, the whole big celebration. So I'll, I'll, I'll remember that. I'll remember the guys. As we mentioned, it was, uh, it, it was a big win. 15 to 10, you know, going to Gettysburg where, where Muhlenberg had, had never won before. And, and you scored a goal in the game. And then a- after you scored that goal, you, uh, you know, you went into the corner and, and you did a, a, a really big celebration. I, was that some of the emotions of that game just coming through? Yeah, that was definitely like, you know, breaking, breaking through that force field at the beginning of the game, finding my groove. I'll remember that play for a long time. We had a great stop on defense a couple of times, a couple of uh, shot clock resets, came down the field, settled up. So we had a little bit of a mismatch on that side of the field. PJ did a really great job of coming in, setting an inside seal, and his guy giving me that whole right side alley. And I watched the ball, you know, sting that top corner, start turning around, screaming, whatnot, turn around, see everybody running at me. And it's just like, all right, we're here to stay. You know, we're here, we're, we're ready to play this game. Right. Do, do you think that's something that'll, that'll be a lasting memory for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even though you're, you've played primarily on defense throughout your career, you're no stranger to scoring goals. Uh, th- 13 goals as a, as a defensive midi. You like to rip those shots off, huh? Yeah, no, it's nice. I Before I came here, I was an offensive midfielder in high school at Seton Hall for four years. So that was my thing beforehand. So I had to find a way to get it back a little bit. You know, the team in a normal year would have gone on to host a playoff game, which would have been, as we're recording this on Wednesday, it would have been tonight, you know, which would have been a great milestone for the program. I remember talking to you in the preseason and you were talking about the opportunities that the class of 2020 didn't get mm-hmm. the 2020 season shut down after five games. The team was 5-0 and off to a tremendous start, but didn't get the opportunity to play any Centennial Conference games. Yeah. So this year was kind of an extension of that where you guys did get to prove yourself in the Centennial Conference and proved yourself very well. Um, tying for second place, again, with the tiebreakers, would have been the number two seed. Do you feel like next year's class, next year's team will be kind of playing for you and playing for the opportunities you didn't have in the same way that you played for the opportunities last year. Seniors didn't have. I absolutely. That was that was kind of our thing when we started. We're like, you know, we're doing this for the seniors last year. Didn't get the opportunity, and I think that sort of mentality will carry on. We did a really good job of kind of setting that mindset that we do it for our people. So um, yeah, and you know, each year it's a new milestone, and the class right beneath us is going to get the next one, hundred percent. So really looking forward to watching that. Yeah, and you came into a Muhlenberg program. Uh, the four years before you arrived, a total of 10 wins. The four years you played, keeping in mind that two of those seasons were cut short, 31 wins, which was which is a program record. Just talk about the the, the transformation on the team and 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 just the whole change that that you were part of and, and, and a witness to. Yeah, it was all about the culture. You know, coming in as a freshman, I really didn't know what to expect. You know, I think the my my group of seniors everyone's mentality was, you know, we're, we're here to make a change, not just kind of like, you know, continue as what have we've been told kind of goes on around here. We want to, we want to put Muhlenberg on the map. And the first person to really start that off was the coaching staffs, coach Punky, coach Stone, you know, coach Cottrell, coach Winter, coach Moyer, the guys that I've had before that aren't here anymore. Every single one of them played a, a, a key role in getting the team to kind of come to that sort of center mentality and as we kind of started to talk about it, us younger guys as freshmen, it spread on out to the upperclassmen and it just started to become a natural thing. Yeah. And so obviously you have to be pretty happy. You know, you always want to leave things better than you found them. Um, Absolutely. 
certainly from that standpoint, uh, you, you probably couldn't be happier with, with how you're leaving the program. Mm-hmm. We had asked you before your senior night, what was your favorite memory at Muhlenberg? And, and you answered it was beating Swarthmore as a freshman. That was the first conference win for the Mules and uh, in, in, in a few years and kind of set the ball in motion for the, for the improvement in the program. Do you still think that will be your best memory, or do you think maybe uh, maybe that Gettysburg takes that one over? Gettysburg definitely takes that one over <laughs> this year. I mean, you know, they say they're 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 top or nationally ranked or whatnot, but you know, we 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 play like a nationally ranked team, so it was it was finally nice to kind of compete at that level. You know, that year, my freshman year, when we beat Swarthmore, which was phenomenal. You know, those guys, the seniors, the juniors, were always talking about, yeah, we haven't won a conference game since we've been here, all this good stuff. So you're know, like, that was one of the best nights ever with all the guys. But this one, this one definitely feels better because now we're seriously contenders and people definitely are going to know who Muhlenberg is now. Yeah, and so I guess all things considered, considering that there were no playoffs and, and all the things that were in play going into that game, I, I, I guess you probably couldn't have asked for a better end to your career. Yep. Go out on a win. Why not? Right. That's <laughs> I'll take it. Talk about your whole Muhlenberg experience. You know, not just that we've talked about the athletic part of it. You know, you said you came in, you really didn't know what to expect and, you know, probably, Probably couldn't have gone much, much better, but uh, just talk about your whole experience at Muhlenberg and, and the time you spent. My experience at Muhlenberg was, was phenomenal. I, you know, what I always told my guys, what I told them actually before we left the Gettysburg game, I said, if I can go back in time and redo everything, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want it any other way. From freshman year all the way to here, met the best group of guys possible. We all went through, you know, some sort of hell and back together on trying to figure out how to make this all work, you know, in, in the classroom and on the field. Had some really great professors help me out throughout the way. Again, these coaches were great. The training, uh, the trainers in the training room, everyone's there to make you better. That's, you know, a, a big general concept that I felt was given across the board. And, uh, you know, for the success of the team in general, it comes down to us, you know, really buying in to, to the program. Our, our, our offense did such a great job continuously improving. You know, we had some more weapons show up every year and uh, Ethan, my roommate has been an absolute stud for this team for four years. And we started to get some guys around him and he started moving the ball with them. He had guys like, you know, we had a freshman, you know, Wyatt this year play absolutely out of his mind. Don Vicentin, Matt Morella, Jack Kramer, PJ, everybody was just firing on all cylinders. And the one thing I think that we established my freshman year was that, you know, we're going to win these games with team defense. Uh, you know, we, we had this sort of sense that it's not going to be any sort of individual player. It's going to be us playing as a whole uh, down on that side of the field. And it, it worked, you know, we let up, I think the least amount of goals this year in conference and you got somebody like, you know, we had Garrett Pope for two years, who was, you know, one of the best goalies to walk to this conference. Now we got Max May who's fitting in just fine. You know, we watch him play. He's, a freak of nature. You got Matt Hager. And I think the most, the most important kid to me on the field would be Cole Draghi. You know, I would be absolutely nothing without him, you know, us two demits together. I don't think you can just have one, you know, demit that can get the job done without Cole. I'd be, I wouldn't be half of what I was. So the guys that we have are just awesome. Yeah. And uh, talk about ending your career on, on the positive note, right? Cole in, in the last game of his career, scoring, scoring his first career goal. It can't beat that. I think I sprinted harder to celebrate with him that I did throughout the entire game when he, when he stung that I was at the 50 yard line. I see him start winding up from 15. I'm like, Oh my God, is he going to do this? And he stepped in, put it in. I went flying down the field ground and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and we talked about uh, your academic experience. So what did you major in and and minor in? I uh, majored in computer science and I uh, minored in business administration. 
Okay. And then um, you already have a job for a future. Tell us about what you'll be doing in the future. Yes. I'm going to be a uh, DevOps sites engineer at uh, Sigtigo. It's an internet security company. My The office is located right in North Jersey, where I'm from. You know, I don't want to get into it too much about technical terms because, you know, people are going to be like, what is he saying right now? But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really, really great opportunity, a great group of guys uh, that I have the, the chance of working with. I interned for them over the summer and it progressed in the right direction. So I'm really looking forward to that opportunity with them. Yeah. So cybersecurity, where, where, where does your interest in cybersecurity stem from? Um, I guess just the whole kind of computer science background uh, throughout the years of taking these courses, learning how to, you know, one-on-one code, figure out some languages. Uh, and, you know, when you start to do your own independent research, then one of the first things you always see is cybersecurity. And um, it's such a massive market right now. It's plays such a major role in what everyone is doing. You know, as we get out, as we as the days continue, technology is just growing and growing, and everything you do has some form of technology now. And I think one of the most important things is keeping that secure. You know, you want to you want people to feel safe when they're actually using what the world is making them use, right? You know, so I think being a part of that is uh, is doing not only a good deed but doing good work. Yeah, and a natural extension for uh, somebody who played defense in lacrosse, right? That's yeah, a strong defense. Got to protect the home base. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, before we let you go, just one last question for you. So what, having been through four years, and, and obviously your career was a little different. Everybody who's gone through this pandemic will have a little different experience than yes. probably anybody else who's come beforehand or through. But what would you tell to incoming freshmen about their time at Muhlenberg and and what to expect and what to get out of their four years at Muhlenberg. The first thing I tell them would be, would be to buy in, understand that you know when we first got here and out of our four years we worked really really hard to establish this culture that's here, to establish the brotherhood that we have developed you know because kind of before that we had some really great senior leaders. It's just you know sometimes not everybody was on the same page, but you know now going into the locker room freshmen and. And seniors are all hanging out, like, you know, everyone's together and it's just a really, really good environment. And that translates to what you do on the field. So first thing I tell them is to be to buy in, uh, enjoy every day, because before you know it, they're going to end up like me and be leaving here in two weeks and uh, and just have fun. You know, things will go south, but it isn't the end of the world. What I told these also these guys this year is that lacrosse is just a game. You know, if, if you're not having fun with it, it's not worth playing. I know it's, it's fun to be competitive and you want to win, but, you know, it has a start and it has a finish. And, you know, if you, if you don't enjoy it enough, then you're going to regret it. So always make sure you're having fun and just, uh, and just keep your mind clear, keep your mind clear with it, enjoy it and just have fun with the guys. Cause that's the most important. Buy in, enjoy every minute and have fun. Right. Absolutely. Sounds like a recipe for success. <laughs> All right. Alex Giaquinto, defensive MIDI for the Muhlenberg lacrosse team. Thanks for joining us today on the Muhlenberg Mules podcast and and good luck in your future. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Sophie Chong was a senior pitcher and infielder for the Mules softball team. And did she ever go out with a bang? In the last game of her career, a Mule win at Haverford, Chong hit her first career home run. All right. So welcome back to the Muhlenberg Mules podcast, Sophie. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. You were one of the first guests we ever had on the, on the podcast. And that was, um, you know, back in September, you were the president of the uh, Centennial Conference SAC. Before we get to your senior experience, tell us a little bit about how that's gone. Pretty good. I mean, considering the year, we did as much as we could when it came to Student Athlete Advisory Committee. 
we mainly worked with like division three week and of course having everything remote we did everything we possibly could uh whether that be through social media or really getting some support on our live streams that uh Muhlenberg put out for some of our games uh so most of my work has been with that and remaining in contact with the conference and the office itself has been great and I mean they've done so much this past year it's if it wasn't for them we wouldn't even be playing so it's been fun. The team did, did get to play this year I, I know at the when we talked in September and even probably through January you didn't know if you would get to play you did get to play kind of a full season and then you had your last games at at Haverford. Do you remember what it was like when going into those games knowing that that it would be your last games as a Muhlenberg softball player? Yeah it was a a special like scenario too since I mean Haverford chose not to continue to play like they were out for the season so the games were really it was pure fun we weren't losing anything we weren't you know nothing was up for grabs we did what we could in the conference and so going into it knowing that it was my last game last games and then also knowing that truly there wasn't anything up for grabs so like I really just went into it just trying to have as much fun as I can each pitch each play and I remember just like going into it and like, I'm going to swing for the fences. I'm going to just, you know, swing at every pitch I see. I'm going to die for any ball I possibly could. So I really just wanted to enjoy the last few moments on the dirt with my teammates and just really having that, you know, driving to the bus and eating snacks in between games. It's, it's something like those small things that I'm probably going to miss the most. So really just cherishing that. All right. And since you brought up swinging for the fences, Let's talk about that. The second to last at bat of your career in, in the second game, you actually made the fences, right? Your, your first career home run. Uh, talk about that at bat and, and, and what you remember about that at bat. You just said you were trying to hit a home run every at bat. <laughs> yeah, um, truly, I don't even, when, that swing, I didn't even think it was going over personally. I'm more of a contact hitter. I, I kind of go more for like the gaps or line drives, things like that. I haven't hit a home run since like senior year of high school. so. I didn't even think that it was going over at all. It just kind of, I just went with the pitch. It was an inside pitch and just, just went for it. So yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I <laughs> watching it back and like seeing the tape and things like that. My, my family is like, why are you running so fast? And I was like, I'm just so excited. I, I had to run as fast as I can. Like you need to work on your trot. I'm like, well, it was my, my first home run in college and my last home run, you know? So it was, it was something just pure excitement. I mean, I really, like I said, just now, like I just went into it with like, just go for it. Why not uh, go as hard as I can in my last couple innings? So yeah, I don't really know what I did differently. I, I guess everything just came together perfectly. So yeah, it was, it was really fun. I, it was just pure excitement. I think at that point and adrenaline. <laughs> now you mentioned that you're not a home run hitter, but um, you did have, you did hit quite a few doubles. Uh, this year, especially as the season went on, it seemed like you were, you got your stroke down a little bit. And, and like you said, you, you hit the gaps a, a few times, got, got some doubles. Um, so, you know, definitely you were, you were hitting the ball better uh, as a senior um, in the second half of the year than you had been before. Yeah. I was grateful to just really get the at-bats because I mean, I, most of my career, I've been just strictly a pitcher. So finding ways to just get in the lineup has been really, it's been really fun. I mean, coach mall and, uh, all of our coaching staff, they do such a great job of like putting people, mixing people in and out, lineups always changing. So I'm just happy I was even given the opportunity to just, just hit. Like I, hitting's my favorite, like it was my favorite part in high school, just getting the chance to 
play offensively has just been so much fun. Yeah. What was the reaction of your team? You know, after you hit the home run, I, I maybe you ran around the bases a little faster than you should have, but when you got back to the dugout, what was the reaction of your teammates? I think they were all as shocked as me. I mean, like I said, I never, not even in practice when we're doing like just regular double barrel hitting, we just, I never really hit that far. So I think they were just as excited. There were some tears coach mall. I remember she like took her glasses out. She said, you made me cry. And it was just like, it was just like a full so circle moment of people are like, what? Sophie can hit the ball. That <laughs> I mean, just like I said, I, I was so excited that I think everyone was just as shocked as me. But what was even crazy is like Sarah Carm, she started off with with a home run. And then we had our freshman, Dara, like she finished us off with a home. Like it was it was just a crazy game of like the long ball. Like we, we didn't do that all season and we waited <laughs> until the last game. So not only like for me to be excited, but also my teammates, like it was, it was awesome. Like we created such like a, an environment that we haven't experienced the whole season. And it was just like, what did we just do? Like, <laughs> where has this been? So it was really exciting. Everyone was just like, what? <laughs> and then after the game, Muhlenberg wound up sweeping the doubleheader. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, really didn't have a lot of meaning for anything. Obviously you'd rather end on a win than, than on a loss. So from that standpoint, it, it must've been fun, but was it, was it bittersweet for you after the game? Yeah. I mean, I haven't, we haven't swept a team in a long time. Uh, lots of splits or close games, close calls. So ending on a good note like that, definitely. I couldn't ask for anything better. I mean, I even think back to, I mean, two weeks prior of our senior day when we beat Gettysburg, it was like, and no, when we beat McDaniel and then the next day we played Gettysburg, it was just like those moments of where we really came together as a team and just took care of business. It was like that day for sure, everything kind of aligned and we just, we just figured it out. So like, I couldn't have asked for like a better day to finish off. Um, and yeah, it's like, what else can I ask for truly? Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess the, uh, the the sweet will will last longer than the bitter uh, in in the memory of your your last game. What what do you think you'll remember? You know, five years from now, ten years from now, as you get older, you know, about would you think you'll remember that last game and that home run you hit, or or just more the kind of the small moments you talked about earlier? I think, of course, like that. I don't think that will ever die down. It's like I I actually just like on the phone with my grandparents. They're like home run, home run. And it's like, they're excited about that. And they won't let me forget that. But <laughs> five years down the line, like, I think really, like you said, the small moments of like, even just eating Chick-fil-A after our double header and we slept, swept the team. Like those are the, the times where I really just feel like I've bonded with my teammates the most. And then also like the grind of the season is definitely something that I, I think I'll always look back on because whatever job or career I'm in in the future, there's going to be some sort of like, you know, grind season kind of thing. And it's, I'll like, I don't think I'll ever forget how like us working as a team and then also like having coach really push us, whether that's like in conditioning or during practice and getting on us for the small things. Like, I think that's the, the biggest thing is like, I could get through something like as crazy as a COVID season, you know? So I think that's, that's the main thing being with my teammates. And then also seeing like, Oh, I can get through this and I can be like, have a crazy schedule and somehow end up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, certainly a lot of, uh, a lot of things learned um, this past year might've been rough going through it, but you know, hopefully everyone came out with some, uh, some new perspective on things on the, 
on the other side of it. Just talk about your whole um, Muhlenberg experience. You know, you have a couple of weeks left as, as a college student, as at least as a Muhlenberg college student, you know, academically, athletically, just talk about the whole uh, experience you had at Muhlenberg. Yeah, I mean, like we've said, not a normal season, not a normal last two years, but I can't help but think of like when I first stepped on campus and like the feelings I felt of meeting the team, meeting the athletic department, all the coaching staff. And like, I think that's what has really not only like, like it's, it's stuck with me throughout the four years. So like that feeling that I felt on campus of like, just being a part of a community and like always having someone, like, I feel like we're so close knit that I always have someone supporting me, whether that's a professor or like even our faculty liaisons, like on the teams, like those small little elements are like something I'll always cherish. Cause I don't know, you, you don't come across a lot of people that are always like supporting you, whether that's like academically or athletically. But like reflecting on everything like that, I, I don't know, it's been quite the time here. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like change it for the world, but it's been, I've learned a lot, whether that's like freshman year Sophie, not knowing like what she wants to do with her life or senior year Sophie, like going to grad school and things like that. So it's been quite the journey. I don't know what else to say about that, but I've been pretty grateful for the community I've been a part of here. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, senior year, Sophie, going to grad school. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's in store for you in the future. Yeah, I'll be going to Seton Hall to pursue a master's of business administration in uh, sport management. Uh, so, like, if it wasn't even for Muhlenberg, like, athletics, I probably wouldn't have even been going into this industry. So, like, I, I attribute that to, like, Lynn, Megan, and all the people I've met throughout uh, the past few years. And there I'll be a graduate assistant in academic support for student athletes. So uh, I think it's it's kind of funny that I'll be helping someone who's probably going to be in my shoot, like <laughs> like literally one year older than them, maybe even months older than them. And I'll be helping them <laughs> academically. Um, but a lot of what like being in contact with CN Hall, they are a division one school. But a lot of what I continuously talk about with who my soon to be boss is going to be is like the D3 mindset of like academics and finding balance between all of that. So I think that really helped me. Like I use that to my advantage and I look forward to, to what's to come. I'm, I get to go back home to Jersey and just really pursue what I want to, what I think I want to do. <laughs> right. Right. And maybe they'll have a, a staff softball team and you can, uh, you can try to hit some more home runs. Maybe. <laughs> All right. One last question for you, Sophie, before uh, we go, you know, you have uh, your time as a college student is, is winding down. It's been four years. What would you say to freshmen who are coming to Muhlenberg next year and just about to embark on the journey that you're just about to end? What would you tell them about how to approach their Muhlenberg career as, as softball players? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many things <laughs> that are coming to mind. But I really think like just to try and be like authentically you because like it sounds cheesy but there's a lot going on in the world and finding a way to just like stay true to yourself and you're ready for this kind of thing like you prepared for it whether that's like you're, you're going to be a softball player or play whatever sport or even just be a student here just stay true to yourself and just just be you <laughs> all right just be you well be uh, you. Sophie Chan. Thank you for being being you and, and joining us again on the Muhlenberg Mules podcast. Congrats on uh, 
everything you've done and especially uh, hitting a home run in your, in your last game. I, I you probably couldn't, you said it before, you probably couldn't have scripted it any better and we wish you all the success in the future. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, Sophie Chong, thanks again for joining us on the Muhlenberg Mules podcast. The Muhlenberg Mules podcast is a production of the Muhlenberg Office of Athletic Communications with Joe Widener, Zoe Keim, and Marty the Mule. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email at mulespodcast at muhlenberg.edu or call our pod line at 484-664-4001 and leave a message. We will answer questions in future episodes. The Muhlenberg Mules podcast is available on Apple and Spotify and wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and review us and recommend us to your friends. For the latest in Muhlenberg College athletics, please follow us on social media at M-U-H-L underscore S-P-O-R-T-S. Until next week, Go Mules!